How is the original sin inherited? Most people say one verse does not make a doctrine. So could you provide multiple examples directly or indirectly support this? Uh, I want you to understand that Adam, when he sinned, all of us, we sinned in Adam because we were in the loins of Adam. And everybody is born as a sinner. And we say in uh, Psalm 50, in sin, my mother has conceived me. Also, there is difference between justification and sanctification. Justification means if you are charged with some accusation, justification means all these charges will be dropped and dismissed. Then you are righteous. Righteous means there is nothing wrong in you. You are right. Righteous from the word right. Okay. St. Paul in Romans chapter 3, he explained that everybody needs justification. Everybody. If we are not born with the original sin, then not everybody needs justification. If we are born only with the corrupted nature, then all what we need is to renew the nature. But read Romans 3, verse 19. Now we know that whatever the law says, it says to those who are under the law, that every mouth may be stopped and all the world may become guilty before God. All the world may become guilty before God. So, how this baby who is born right now is guilty before God? The corrupted nature will not make him guilty before God. But what would make him guilty that he was in the loin of Adam. And then he is born as a sinner. The argument, but is it fair? No, it's not fair. That's why God gave us the righteousness as a free gift. So in baptism, actually, when we dress the baptized child white, that is the righteousness of Christ. So he received this righteousness as a free gift from God because he had no choice to be in the loin of Adam. Then actually, even without his uh, consent, he received the righteousness as a free gift. Otherwise, why the church from the first century uh, Uh, baptizes the children. 
Another verse, because the question here says, one verse that cannot make a doctrine. I told you verse in, 55, in Psalm 50, verse here in Romans 3, uh, verse uh, 19, and another verse, Romans 3, verse 23. For all have sinned, all have sinned, no exception, and fall short of the glory of God, being justified freely, and he answered immediately, all have sinned. Is this fair? That's why he said, being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. Romans 5, another verse. Romans 5. Verse 12. Therefore, just as through one man sin entered the world, through one man, sin entered the world. Entered where? <laughs> in us. So we become sinners. And death through sin. So two things, sin and death. And thus death is spread to all men because all sinned. All sinned. So, how this little baby sinned because he was in the loin of Adam when Adam sinned. I hope this is clear. Another question. What are our church's beliefs on the nature of Christ? Why do many Eastern Orthodox insist that the Oriental churches Old heretical beliefs. We believe that Jesus is perfect man and perfect divine. And these two natures united together without mingling, without confusion, and without uh, mingling confusion or alteration. Uh, and we excommunicate both, both Nestorius and uh, Eutychus. When actually uh, the Oriental Churches spoke about one nature, one nature, some people actually interpret this one nature as the heresy of Eutychus. Eutychus said that the humanity disappeared completely in the divinity. So his humanity was not real, was not perfect, but he, he is just divine with no humanity. That is the heresy of Eutychus. And the church excommunicated Eutychus. So the Eastern family misinterpret us that we believe in the heresy of Eutychus, when we speak about one nature. That's why in the <coughs> dialogue and in the agreed statement between the Oriental and Eastern Orthodox Church that was signed by representatives of the two families back in 1989, 
and the second part of it was signed in 1991, uh, we said we agree on the words of St. Cyril of Alexandria, Mea Thesis to Eu to Theos Sarcomini. Mea is one from two. Mea means compound. But mono means single. So the difference here, are we using single nature? No, we are not referring to a single nature. Single means either humanity or divinity. But we are speaking about one nature. So we are not, we are not monophysite. We are mea physite. Physis, physics, uh, nature. So why they claim we are heretics? Because they think we are monophysite and we follow the heresy of Eutychus, which we are not. What's stopping the Eastern and Oriental Orthodox Church from unifying? Uh, actually, you should ask the Eastern this question. What do I mean by this? The Oriental family are six churches. And back in 1991, when we signed, okay, this statement <laughs> were signed. These statements were signed by representative theologians from the two families. So the theologians took the statement to the Holy Synod of each church. If the Holy Synod approves the statement, then we would have been in communion since 1991. What happened in the Oriental family? The six churches in the Oriental family said, we accept the statement and we are ready for complete union with the Eastern family and we are ready to lift the anathemas, the excommunications between the two families, but on one condition that lifting the anathema will be mutual. No. But unfortunately, on the Eastern family, some churches accept the statement, but many churches did not accept it. And many churches did not give a logical or objective uh, reason. For example, in Athos, they said, if you don't believe in the Council of Chalcedon, then you are not Orthodox. Regardless, what's my belief? Just they, they want us to believe in Carlson, and we will never believe in Carlson because Carlson excommunicated Pope Discourse. How can I believe in a council that excommunicated my Pope? You know, so even the argument is very weak. Like, yeah, anyway, like what we're going to read in chapter eight. You know, the Lord gives them evidence, but they, they accused him. There is no logical discussion here. Yeah. Uh, so, what's stopping the Easter? Actually, Easter should answer this question. Because since 1991, the six families in the Oriental side, uh, side are ready for complete union, but they are not re ready. Russian, for example, the Russian said, you know, we came from communism, so we cannot sign on this statement. We need more time 
to understand our theology and before accepting any state. So that is the situation. In the news recently, people in different countries have been claiming to hear trumpets outside coming seemingly from nowhere. They claim this is the sign that the seventh seal that was spoken about in Revelation has been broken and is a sign that the end of the world is near. Okay, be ready. (laughs) (laughs) How literal are we supposed to take the book of Revelation? Are we supposed to expect to see everything that happens in Revelation literally? Or are we supposed to take it as a metaphor for what to expect at the end of time and in heaven? (coughs) No, we cannot take it literally. Uh, we, We should take it in metaphorical way. And you will not understand what's written in the book of Revelation, fully, cannot understand it fully until it happens. Like all the prophecies, you know, do you think people, in, when they read Isaiah 53 or Psalm 22 about they pierced my hand, they understood? So at that time before Christ, they understood it in a symbolic way until it happened and, and they were able to understand what happened. But, you know, the end of the world is the end of my life. So just be ready. Be ready. In the liturgy, we say many times, we bless you, speaking to God. How is it that we bless God being sinner? Oh, you don't. Okay. <laughs> the word bless, when come to greater, <coughs> to lesser, when we say, God bless me, this means to give me grace. When lesser to greater means we praise him. So when we say we bless you, God, means we praise you. And the word ismu, like ismu ismu can mean bless or can mean praise. Praise the Lord from the heavens. So when we say we bless you, means we praise you. We declare that you are blessed, you are praised, you are glorified, you are exalted. But when Jesus blessed the little children, means he gave them grace, he gave them power. So the word is the same word, but from greater to lesser means giving grace, power, favor. But from lesser to greater means we praise him, we glorify him, we exalt him. Yes. Can we go back to the first question? <coughs> I'm not arguing. It seems like the Eastern Orthodox way of looking at original sin can still work, even with the verses that, that you've read to us, because sin is separation from God. So it, and instead of looking at sin as like something that I purposely have chosen on my own, by my own free will. 
because that still falls apart when you're talking about a baby, because a baby didn't choose anything, that, that when they were born in corruption, they were born separated from God, with no way back to him. So they're still born in sin. So I don't, I don't see why we make a distinction, a big distinction, when we're talking about the way that we look at But the Eastern Orthodox refuse the word born in sin completely. They are saying they are born with corrupted nature. And in in their theology, all the redemption is about renewing our nature. Has nothing to do with the sin. That's why they, they refuse, for example, to say Jesus died on our behalf. Uh, but they say Jesus died for us. Because on our behalf means to redeem us from our <coughs> sins. But they don't believe in this. They believe that Jesus actually came only for the renewal of our sins. That's why recently there was a video says, if Adam did not sin, would Jesus uh, die on the cross? And the answer, yes, because he came only to renew our nature. What? The answer is I, I confused you. Well, <laughs> she's surprised by the answer. Yeah. You ask them, don't ask me. <laughs> I'm saying that's wrong theology. I'm not saying that's a right theology. I'm, I'm, what I'm trying to say, what I'm trying to say, they deny completely the concept of sin. Even they deny that Jesus died to redeem us from our sins, for forgiveness of our sins. You know? And let me tell you, this, not even the... All the theology of the Eastern family, it is very recent. It's called New Patrology, New Patristic. And this came in response to atheism. So when uh, in the mid-70s, the, the movement of atheism started to grow, and, and they start to say, is it fair that God punished people uh, for sin did not commit? Is it, God, is it fair that God... Uh, creates us without our uh, consent and then if we don't follow him we, we, he threw us in, in, in hell eternally etc. So in order instead of going back to the right theology and try to answer this question as would answer, St. Athanasius answered all this question in his book Letters to the Heathen he answered all this question but they start to develop a new theology. And this new theology, they said, we are not born with the sin, in order just to justify the, the atheist. G- Jesus did not die on, on, on behalf of our sin. Jesus just came to take our nature and to renew our nature. Uh, and actually, uh, because again, the atheists say, is it fair that God the Father uh, put his son through all this suffering, just to redeem the world. And again, that's why they they said, no, 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 God the Father did not do this. It is uh, Jesus came to take our nature and to renew it. Uh, 
and when you ask them many questions, uh, why he did not renew our nature differently than this very, very cruel weight on, on crucifixion? So you don't know how to answer. So what I'm trying to say, the issue is not is bigger than just original sin or corrupted nature. It is the whole concept of, of sin. You know. That's why uh, Bishop Raphael made a statement, uh, and I have it in English. I, I, I think you have access uh, through the group of the clergy, but I can send it to you. You know, our theology comes from the scripture and how the early church father understood the scripture and how this faith was uh, agreed upon on the whole world uh, during, especially during the first uh, four centuries before the first split in Chalcedon, you know? And, and in this statement, uh, uh, Bishop Raphael actually referred to many councils that claimed and agreed that we are born with original sin. And uh, he referred to many church fathers and quotes from many church fathers. Uh, and I think what's problematic here is the word inherit. That's why I prefer to say we are born with the original sin more than inheriting the original sin. Because the word inheritance brings to us the law of Mendel about inheritance, uh, but it is not we are inherited. Inherited means something in my parents, not in me, then I inherited from them. But I was in the loin of Adam before I was in the loin of my parents. So in Adam, as St. Paul said, in Adam all have sinned. So in Adam, I am a sinner. I, 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 bo I am born as a sinner before God. That's why I need to be justified. I am guilty before God, as, as we read in, in, in Romans chapter 3, verse 19. I am guilty before God. That's why I need to be justified. But this justification is freely given to us in the Lord Jesus Christ. As in first Adam, I became guilty. In the second Adam, I became justified. So what is the problem of the atheist here? Any more questions?